Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. If you want to talk about a guy that mailed in a press conference, there's very few times have I ever listened to a Kevin Stefanski press conference and thought, ah, boy's doing work today. He's really, he's really giving the people what they want, right? Very rarely have I ever really felt like he cared about the answer that, or, or no, 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 that's not fair. Cause I do think he cares about the answer answer, but I very rarely have I ever felt like he cared to put like substance into an answer. And then today, today was his world cup because whatever like whatever the exact opposite of informative, compelling, thoughtful, whatever the opposite of that is of an interview is Kevin Stefanski earlier today. And we're going to start here with Kevin Stefanski's answer. If 
if he believes they have the right guys despite missing out on the playoffs? I do. I mean, really, you got professionals. These guys understand. You know, I, I get all the things that are going on, and, and I get all of it, uh, and, and, and they do, but we get to compete. We, we get to, to go down there versus a good football team, get to do what these guys love to do. So the team that has not consistently competed for 15 weeks when the playoffs were in their view, in their line of sight, they're suddenly going to get it now because they're out of the playoffs. Like, now that we have less to play for, these guys aren't going to mail it in. I don't know what kind of uh, jip joint you think I'm running here, but these guys know all about how they're going to finish strong. So then, even better, because I'm just, I'm sorry. This was the piece de la resistance. This was his Mona Lisa of saying literally diddly squat was Kevin Stefanski's press conference today. And then, and then Kevin Stefanski was asked twice, about the possibility of playing younger players more because you don't have the playoffs on the line. Here was his second go at the question. I think we'll make decisions on players like you mentioned. Guys may get a couple more opportunities, but bottom line is we're going to do everything we can to try to win this game. That's really where our focus is. If a young guy warrants getting some extra plays, he might. So we're going to try and win the game, and then we're also maybe going to play younger players. We're going to play the younger players while also trying to win the game. But we're going to do everything we're going to try to do to win the game, but maybe the players will play, the younger players. What the hell are you talking about, Kevin? And then, you know what? This one might be mean. It might be mean to play this, this fat nothing burger we're about to put out there for Kevin Stefanski here. And if you're wondering, is Nick just pulling up random clips of Kevin Stefanski farting into a microphone and bitching about it, you are damn right I am. Because you know why? Because the Browns just got eliminated from the playoffs, and Kevin Stefanski is looks like, sounds like, acts like he's walking out of a morgue. Well, you know what? Uh, you know, there are a bunch of dead people in that room over there, but, uh, you know, we'll bury them, and there'll be dead, more dead people tomorrow, and then after that, we're going to have more dead people. Like, Kevin, let's see something, buddy. Let's let's get the let's get the blood blood flowing a little bit here. You got beat by a team that plays in a dome in your home the way you usually should win the damn game. They beat you at your own game in your final home game of the season with your their face of the franchise captain benched for a series. I you know we're gonna go down to Washington and seriously put a heart monitor on that man. Seriously, let's 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 go ahead and make sure that Kevin Stefanski isn't the beginning of the zombie apocalypse. Let's make sure that Kevin Stefanski is alive and well. Maybe he's got low blood sugar. I'm not judging. I'm obese. It's okay. So here's Kevin Stefanski. When asked about the reason for the defenses, the defense's slow starts the last two years and how they've rebounded each of the last two seasons despite those slow starts. I don't know that there's a specific thing that we're doing differently, but, you know, it comes down to just being sound, doing your job, Ooh. really. You know, I think for the guys, is, the focus is always there from week one. Uh, you're going to hit some rough patches as an offense, as a defense, as a team, uh, but you just got to push through them. Well, listen, you're going to have some highs and lows, and there's going to be some uh, you know, gray, squ- gray skies and some sunny skies, and there's going to be days that you like and days that you don't, and then – did he literally just say the focus was there and that the effort was there from week one? I'm talking about the, he's saying for the last two years, for the last uh, now 32 games, is Kevin Stefanski really telling you and I that one, there's not a through line in the defense sucking early and then being uh, less sucky late in the season? 
All right. Okay, Kevin. I don't believe you. If Kevin Steph- – you know what? We, there's been a lot of things that I felt were fireable from Kevin Stefanski. If Kevin Stefanski, after two years, doesn't know why this defense sucks, fire this ass clown today. Give him the old Nathaniel Hackett. Don't wait till the end of the year. If Kevin Stefanski's really going around Berea and being like, well, you know, it could be a lot of things. It could be you know, we got tackles and we got defensive ends and then you got linebackers and some guys are doing their jobs and some guys aren't doing their jobs and then we got a defensive coordinator and his name's Joe and uh, he's a Aquarius and, uh, you know, he's got a scheme and that means he calls plays and he does this and he does that and he does the other. If Kevin Stefanski doesn't know why the defense has played the way it has the last two years, it might be the most damning thing possible that he could have said in a fat nothing burger of nothing. I I tend to think Kevin Stefanski's lying. And it does feel that way. When Kevin Stefanski um, actually says things, it feels like those things are not true. And the Browns have taken this attitude that either you don't deserve or or not not just that you might not deserve any level of transparency, but that that somehow might be damaging to their chances to win. So am I to believe that if Kevin Stefanski hadn't just farted into a microphone for the last three years that they might have, you know, two less wins? If we actually knew what Paul DePodesta did, would would the Browns would the Browns actually have less wins right now? Would this instead of a six win season, maybe it's a four win season? If they had actually ever said something of consequence, I am trying, and I mean I am trying to find any other way to avoid saying fire Kevin Stefanski because I don't think Kevin Stefanski is the main problem. There's a guy, candidly, from Tennessee who seems to only attract um, hustlers and roundabouts and BS artists and then listen to them exclusively, right? Ah, I should get a football guy. Well, what about a baseball guy? Give me the best baseball guy you can find who will accept this job. Ah, let's see. I've got all these football guys here. Got a couple analysts, too. Let's listen to what the homeless guy has to say. The Browns' problems start with their ownership. And there are some other things that we got to get into today. But Kevin Stefanski, if he does not get out of his own way, and maybe if other people don't get out of Kevin's way as well, that's the other part we're going to talk about. Kevin Stefanski is just going to be the next coach that that, uh, Jimmy Haslam fired. And I'll be honest, guys. I don't think Kevin Stefanski has been put in the best position the last 12 months. As a matter of fact, I think he's been hung out to dry by this organization time after time after time after time. And then he's had to speak on it. I am empathetic to Kevin Stefanski, but he tests my empathy when he comes out and is like, I don't think it's one thing why the defense has just been, and it could really be anything, you know? Could be aliens, could be... uh, you know, could be the NFL colluding against us. I'm kind of doing like a pseudo-Trump there. I am sorry for that. I don't know where that came from. 216-578-0092. But I'm going to start the show here because we started to get into something yesterday and we stopped at asking this question. Where is your confidence level in Kevin Stefanski today? And how has that changed since the beginning of the season? Because a lot of us 
started this season saying, you can't really grade Kevin Stefanski on this season. And yet here we are with two games to go, and I'm fighting the urge to grade Kevin Stefanski on this season. We've got uh, Sean Salisbury at three guys. We got the Pulse at four with Keith. We got Mike Doss at 420, Ohio State uh, honorary captain for the Peach Bowl. Well, I might even ask him about the Miles Garrett thing, about Miles being uh, benched for a series uh, this late in the season with all those implications since Mike spent a good time in the NFL. We also have the five at five at five, Albert Breer of the MMQB coming up at 520. But where is your confidence level in Kevin Stefanski and how has it changed since the start of the season? And I'm going to give you maybe the biggest reason I can't call for Kevin Stefanski's job yet. We are talking about confidence in Kevin Stefanski. And this is less about a vibe check on old Kev Kev, all right? And this is more about where or how has your confidence or has your confidence changed in Kevin Stefanski this year? And for me, it really began in that 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 Bengals game. I I watched Kevin Stefanski get outcoached by Bill Belichick being pantsed in public for the second straight year. And I was like, this is about the players. It's about Joe Woods, right? The uh, the Baltimore loss, the first Baltimore loss, or sorry, the only Baltimore loss, but that that loss before Monday Night Football in a game that you could have won. The, the pass was right there for Amari Cooper. I, I Listen, Amari, you had the touchdown. Amari gets called for it. I, I gave him a pass there. Hell, I was pissed about the Miami game and them coming out flat, but that was the first time coming out of the bye the Browns had played that poorly in the entirety of his time here. So I've explained away a lot of stuff in training camp, I didn't doubt that there were going to be some struggles this year. But the kind of struggles the Browns have had in in Kevin Stefanski's relation to them has shaken my faith in Kevin Stefanski. And part of this is, you know, the number one reason why I can't just say fire Kevin Stefanski, because it does feel like we're stuck in an abusive relationship with the Cleveland Browns. We're stuck in a relationship where after every two years, we look around and go, ah, he's not winning, fire him. And most of the time, by the way, we were right. It was right to fire Pat Shermer. I have no idea about Rob Chudzinski. It was one year. Joe Banner was huffing bath salts or something. I don't know. That guy needed a, a, a vacation and maybe a trip to Orchids of Asia with, uh, with Robert Kraft. But Mike Patton probably didn't deserve to be fired. That's the one. Mike Pettin probably deserved. He was a good guy. He worked really hard, and he was beset by a crappy GM. But Hugh Jackson, Hugh Jackson, if if you had not just fired Mike Pettin after two years, uh, Hugh Jackson was maybe the most fireable coach I've ever seen in Browns history because he was completely and utterly full of crap. Freddie Kitchens. Oh, wait, did I just say Hugh Jackson was the most fireable head coach? Allow me to anoint Freddie because Freddie never should have been hired. I do think that Kevin Stefanski, if he goes to a good organization, if Kevin Stefanski had ended up in uh, Philadelphia with the Eagles rather than being here, I think Kevin Stefanski probably would be winning at a different rate. I think I my biggest doubt about saying fire Kevin Stefanski is one, I don't trust these jabronis to hire anybody new, to hire the right guy going forward. Kevin Stefanski's been the most right hire they've had. That ain't saying a lot, but these chuckleheads are probably going to make a backwards hire. All right, well, let's see. How could we strip the power of a head coach anymore? 
right? What if we just what if we just have a head coach droid on the sidelines? Let's see what C3PO's doing these days. Actually, R2D2. And we'll just program what he, what decisions we would make if we were the head coaches. But my biggest reason is I still don't know what the hell Paul DePodesta does. And I'm not as triggered about Paul as other people. Like Daryl Ryder mentions Paul DePodesta's record as head of uh, strategic whatever, like like at least four times a week on the show or or on the station. But there, because the Browns have not been really at all in any way direct about what Paul D. Podesta actually does. I have a pretty strong sense that Paul D. Podesta kind of runs the Browns. I have a pretty strong sense just in the way I've heard him talked about. And again, not by the Browns organization. They're not going to tell you what, what Paul D. Podesta does. But the idea is he's kind of a proxy owner. He's supposed to be the adult in the room because Jimmy Haslam can't be or because Jimmy and D Haslam for whatever reason, lack the balance to run an organization. And what it really feels like to me is that Paul De Podesta is just the latest line, latest in the line of BS hucksters who have gotten in the ear of Jimmy Haslam and Jimmy just buys whatever they're selling. I don't think Kevin Stefanski is entirely accountable or should be entirely accountable above everybody else in the organization for their record the last two years. Has he held on to Joe Woods too long? Absolutely. Has that shaken my confidence in him from where he was last year? Absolutely. Do I wonder if Kevin Stefanski can actually lead guys? Yes. Do I do I do I even know like I listen, I have no problem with Miles Garrett getting benched for a series. If Miles wasn't living up to that C on his chest, good riddance. Put him in timeout. And and maybe the biggest criticism I could have of that is one series. I mean, I get you're trying to win the Saints game, but really one series? Oh, guys, Kevin benched him for a series. We should really start acting like professionals now. Or Grant Delpit. He cost him a start. That could cost him money down the line. Ooh, Sheriff Kev's in town. 216-578-0092. Where is your level of confidence in Kevin Stefanski today versus where it was at the start of the season? Because how it's gone wrong looked different. And not just how it's – like, if it was just consistently the defense, it'd be as easy as just fire Joe Woods. And by the way, it might be just as easy as fire Joe Woods. Special teams have been butt. And even when defense and special teams play well, all of a sudden the offense – Dookie's the bed. And listen, I am inclined to think a lot of the last four weeks have been about Deshaun Watson's struggles and not about Kevin Stefanski. But I don't know for sure. So how it's looked this year has impacted my thoughts on Kevin Stefanski. My trust in him as a head coach. And and I'll say it again. I'm, I'm... of all the coaches they've fired since 99, I never worried about Chris Palmer getting it again and making us re- resent firing. Or, oh, man, we shouldn't have fired. If we'd only had Chris Palmer for another year, I never worried about that. 
nor Butch Davis, not even Romeo. God bless him. Romeo is such a class act and such a good human being. Never doubted. Eric Mangini, never doubted. Shermer, Petten, Chudzinski, Hugh Jackson, <laughs> Freddie. I never doubted that those guys were going to bite your ass, come back and bite you and look good elsewhere. I'm pretty certain with the right situation, Kevin Stefanski can still be a head coach. But I mentioned that biggest doubt, the thing stopping me from saying Kevin should be fired. Can I give you another one? I don't know Kevin Stefanski is empowered to, to, to be a head coach. I, I don't know if Kevin Stefanski is simply the do boy of, of Paul DePodesta and Jimmy Haslam. It's, the, it's honestly something that keeps me up. Thinking about Paul DePodesta and what sort of gypsy sway he has over Jimmy Haslam. What, what sort of thing? Listen, I'm not anti-analytics. I think being anti-analytics in the year 2023 in the NFL, we're, we're, we're getting there, soon to be 2023, I think is, is easy caveman BS. But winning football, winning when you have talent is not that hard. The only way that you consistently underperform is if you're getting in your own way. The Browns, this year specifically. Last year, Baker got in the way. Last year, the OBJ drama got in the way. Last year, the defense early on, with all the backbiting and finger-pointing and Miles Garrett, it's all about Joe Woods, all that crap. The Browns got in their own way. This, this year, it was everything. This year, it was what's going to go wrong this week. The Browns defeated themselves more this year than other teams defeated them. The Jets game, they defeated themselves. The Chargers, Brandon Staley, hand-delivered you the game on a platter. You beat yourself. That Ravens game, you beat yourself. The Falcons game, you beat yourself. And I don't want to take credit away from those teams, although I'm absolutely doing that. But if in... All the games this year, the Cleveland Browns had come out and played focused, consistent football. Whatever those three ridiculously generic, nondescript, um, uh, the the parameters Kevin Stefanski has, I don't even want to recite them because I'm just so over this the organizational jargon. Got to be intelligent, disciplined, and like chocolate ice cream. If you do those three things, you can win football games. Brought to you by Coach Kev. If the Browns had played to their own ethos all, every game this year, they would, they'd probably be atop the AFC. Uh, sorry, they'd be atop the AFC North. So that leads me to believe, why are the Browns 6-9? and nine? Kevin Stefanski, you could have fired Joe Woods uh, after the Dolphins game. And I got to be honest with you guys, I think the jump in defense would have happened anyways. I don't, I don't see the adjustments that we're all looking for that he suddenly tried to stop uh, and, and cure the run game blues that the Browns had. But this Deep Podesta thing, it makes me wonder. Like we heard that Deep Podesta, you know, some of the speculation, this is all speculation, is that, is that, Paul DePodesta is, is part of the game day decision-making, right? He's in the headset. Part of it is he's in the draft room. 
right? The man's like air. He's everywhere and he's nowhere. The man's like dark matter in space. We know he exists, but we don't really know what the function of it is. Twitter reactions brought to you by Scheibman Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Uh, I love burgers. I also love burgers. That should have been my handle. Saying a conspiracy hour with with Nick Wilson says. Then uh, Steve saying Paul DePodesta should be gone, so... I don't think other organizations are drooling to have him or jealous that the Browns do. Jimmy needs to to quit. Paul, I have to paraphrase that on the fly because there were a couple things in there I can't say. Um, he doesn't even kick it in Cleveland. Do you have Jimmy's email by chance? No. Although I I, I will be, you'd be surprised because I used to have to book my own show in Charlotte as a producer. I do have a few like really good gems of like names or numbers in my phone. And every once in a while, there's one, uh, Charles Barkley. I have Charles Barkley's number. We've talked on the phone once. And every time I drink, I think to myself, you should call Charles Barkley. You know why? Because I bet you Charles is drinking too. And that could be the start of like a really great friend. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places. Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Tacovas is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. It's all about timing. I just got to have evidence that Sir Charles is drinking. I will call him. We will be best friends. 216 578 0092. Here's the thing. You know, Mary Kay Cabot says, I'm actually going to hold the Mary Kay Cabot thing until the next segment. Because Mary Kay said something. And I, the underlying idea is smart. But the Browns can get away with something. The Browns have a free pass that they could use that everybody around the NFL would laud them for and the organization might be better for as well. But let's go with 
Mike, Mike, welcome to the show. I got to ask you, how has your confidence changed in Kevin Stefanski since, uh, let's say, August 1st? Certainly has gone down, without a doubt. Um, however, when it comes to Woods and Barry, Barry's supposed to get the players. Woods is supposed to coach them. But this idea of not having stout players in the middle and a lot of safeties, if that's Barry's philosophy, then you got to give a pass to Woods because he's making do with these what he's got. If it's Woods who says, I want these kind of guys, and Barry says, okay, here they are, then Woods has to go. So I don't – I actually think the overall – and I thank you for the call, Mike. Um, I don't think the Browns have a flaw in how they built this roster. I, okay, wait, let me, let me take that one back because clearly they need another defensive tackler too. Um, I don't think JOK played at the same speed this year. I don't think the linebackers in general – and not just that. I don't think the back seven of the defense played as fast this year. I think some of that's on Joe Woods because Joe Woods, it, it seems like he has an overly complex defense that is really unnecessary with professionals in the NFL. And then two, um, I'm sorry, this whole idea that the linebackers are a problem, light linebackers, this kind of hybrid linebacker safety thing, it's all the rage in the NFL. And it does work. Like Levante David is a guy that kind of is a sleeker linebacker one of the most dominating linebackers in the NFL. He doesn't weigh 260 pounds. Fred, real quick, buddy, what you got for us? Hey, I just wanted to say, man, um, I, I would get Stefanski. Uh, hey, that last caller, he, he, he was right on point. Um, you said something that's right on point, in my opinion, man. Mm. If you go back to Joe Woods, man, he said that he simplified the defense as best as he could. This was like a few games ago. Um, and that made me think right there, man, either we drafting players, man, that don't ain't, ain't football smart up there and they can just play off of what they're, they're, they're already going after or these guys just gave up and they refused to learn what's going on, man, because I, I'm not sure. Man. I don't know all of the schemes, things like that. I'm only going by what I've been watching my whole life with the Browns, and I can't understand for the life of me how come this team just can't get it right. That's culture to me. I think Stefanski is a problem. I'm willing to give him one more year at that, man. But I, I don't want to see him ruin uh, talent, Deshaun. We know what we got right there, man. We paid a pretty penny for him, man. So I think his philosophy needs to change. He needs to get with the program. He needs to give up the play calling. Um, Deshaun Watson said he in the playroom. He, he's in the quarterback room all the time. I think he can allocate his services in other places um, than, than just the quarterback room. Fred, we appreciate you, buddy. We do have significant right. news coming from the NFL. The, I swear, some at this point of the season, there are teams lining up to be just shredded by the media for stupid, short-sighted moves. The Browns have a contender. I also want to get into the the Browns have an easy pass. I just don't know they'll use it. The Browns, I, I heard Terry Pluto today on the station say, I've never seen anything like the Browns have presented this season, which is distinctly Brownsian. Like the Browns have an ability to do things that you that that defy logic, that defy reason, that defy, uh, and again they're a very analytically inclined organization. But to do things that make you say, "How could you have arrived at this conclusion?" Right? How how was this the result that happened, and what were the stupid decisions that led to it? But Derek Carr has kept the Las Vegas Raiders afloat. This is a team that last year. Derek Carr had in the playoffs with Rich Basaccia 
as a head coach. Not only that, they traded for Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones and paid them exorbitant amounts of money this offseason. And so Josh McDaniels, in the midst of a very disappointing season on the heels of a very embarrassing loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers, did the only thing you can do for a head coach that understands he's already on the hot seat after one terrible season. And that is fire the quarterback. But does anybody remember the video of Derek Carr like crying? He was so upset about losing early in the season. He cared so much about his teammates. And you're choosing Josh McDaniels over Derek Carr. And guys, I listen, I haven't watched enough Derek Carr today or this year. I've watched enough Tom Brady. I'm pretty convinced Tom Brady is cooked. I'm pretty convinced that this isn't about uh, the, the situation around him. Tom Brady is not making simple throws or even like halfway vintage Tom Brady throws. So I haven't watched enough Derek Carr to have a, a, a real solid take on whether he's still got it. But I got to tell you, and I get it, there's no loyalty in sports. This is, if you think the Browns did Baker Mayfield dirty, and Baker was dramatic, Baker, Baker had his own things. Derek Carr was the Quintus Derek Carr was the, all right, this is going to be a little, uh, this is a, not an exact one for one. Derek Carr was the Joe Thomas of the Las Vegas Raiders. He, he's not an all-time great in his position. I think Derek probably tops out as the 10th best quarterback in his era. But Derek stood by as Mark Davis in that belligerent haircut of his time after time after time has hired and fired coaches, walked right up to that Haslam line of insanity. And then Rich Masaccia leads him to a playoff, and Mark Davis is like, I, I, I can't hire an interim coach. I got to go with my gut. And that gut led him to Josh McDaniels and a 6-9 and nine record. Derek Carr, I pray, I pray that Derek Carr goes to Washington with Ron Rivera, goes maybe to, to Carolina with Steve Wilkes because I think Steve Wilkes should get that job there. Hell, even if Sean Payton goes back to, to New Orleans, I, I pray that that Derek Carr finally goes to a place with a head coach that doesn't just suck in an ownership group that doesn't just suck. So that is the latest from the NFL. Derek Carr benched because he's the problem. Yeah. And by the way, he's been okay this year. I don't think he's been great. Statistically, he's not having one of his best seasons. Maybe we should look at the head coach who's leading that. But you know what? Never mind. I did want to get into the Browns easy pass. I just don't know if they're going to use it. Mary Kay Cabot was on with Spencer German in the mornings on Monday after the Browns loss. Here's what she had to say about the Browns' commitment to making this worse. I think work. that everyone in the organization wants this group to work. The Paul DePodesta, Andrew Barry, Kevin Stefanski regime. Everyone wants to see that work. They feel good about it. And again, you need to have that amazing quarterback to to pull the whole thing together baltimore they've struggled without their lamar jackson i mean if you take patrick mahomes out of the lineup in kansas city obviously it's going to be a different football team take josh allen out of the lineup i mean that's what happened to the cleveland browns this year they did not have their new elite quarterback for the first 11 games and it does make a difference in terms of uh, the win-loss record so i don't think the lease is short I think everyone wants to see this work out, and I think everyone is very optimistic that it will 
work with Deshaun. That last line, that that the the Browns want to see this through, the Browns want to make it work with Deep Podesta, Stefanski, and Barry. I understand. And you know what? If Jimmy Haslam wants to stick this thing out, he likes Andrew Barry, the human being. He believes Kevin Stefanski to be a good football coach. I get it. I'm glad that Jimmy Haslam finally has some skin in the game, that Jimmy Haslam feels some sort of personal loyalty towards people in his organization. I think that's really important. But he is missing the easiest pass that he's ever had. This is easier than the pass dropped by David Njoku on Saturday. The pass that was dropped before that. This was easier than the layup of Amari Cooper open wide in the end zone. I don't blame Amari, by the way. He slipped and fell. Guys, it was it was icy as hell. Of course, that's going to happen. The easiest thing to do is to fire the baseball guy. The easiest thing to do is to make a decision and say, we think that Kevin and, and Andrew are the right guys, and we want to empower them. We want to empower them to be the best football guys they can be. Because I think Jimmy... I think his weak sauce, I think the thing when he's feeling stress and right, we all have it, right? Uh, my, for a minute there, it was caramel apple mules. Daddy's having a rough day. Daddy's going to go to the bar. He's going to make himself a caramel apple mule. Just just a little nip, just to get by. Had a rough day, right? I think, I think Jimmy's secret sauce is Paul DePodesta. And the idea that a baseball guy is telling, is dictating, is running an organization and telling football guys how to football is maybe the most insulting thing in the world. The There is nobody that will cry for the Cleveland... The, nobody's going to criticize the Cleveland Browns if they fire Paul DePodesta. No one will. And I know he just signed a uh, contract extension. I don't care. Jimmy, that's Jimmy's kink. Ah, candidly, I just signed you to a contract extension, but I must fire you now. That's like one of the things Jimmy really likes. It's that and rebates. Too soon. But let's just be honest here. This thing isn't working for... I don't know if there are too many uh, chefs in the kitchen. I don't know if 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 maybe Kevin Stefanski and Andrew Barry feel pressure by Paul Podesta to win his way instead of their own way. But I think we have enough evidence that whatever the mechanism is with the Cleveland Browns, it's not firing on all cylinders. Some of that is circumstantial. Some of that is you traded for a quarterback that became a giant bleep show. Some of that is moving from one quarterback to another. Some of that is uh, you probably should have fired Joe Woods last offseason. There are some simple things that they could do to fix that going forward. I think removing another voice, and by the way, you have plenty of analysts who could become the new VP of whatever the hell Paul D. Podesta's into, and and they now roll up to Andrew Barry into Kevin Stefanski. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh used to bop back and forth between, well, Kevin Colbert has the final say on the roster. Nope, now it's Mike Tomlin. And it always depended on who was winning that day. Power fluctuates in organizations all the time. And sometimes you need to trim the tree. You got to trim the Joe the Joe Woods bush. You do. That little that little branch needs cut off. I don't know what Paul D. Podesta does. I don't care. I just know he seems to have some sway over everybody in the organization, and I don't think that's a good thing. Let the football people do the football thing. 
It's the easiest free pass you could ever have. It's the simplest thing you could possibly do that would then allow Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski to do their jobs. And here's the problem. Jimmy's not going to do it. Because Jimmy views all three of those guys as one. He shouldn't. The football guys matter. The baseball guys should go play out of the park with all the other text-based sim nerds and should leave the football to the footballing. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.